This is the talk of Music City Real Estate. Welcome back to another episode of The Talk of Music City Real Estate. Where we educate and motivate all things real estate. My name is Monty Moore with Realty One Group Music City. Hey, and I'm Carrie M with CMG Financial and my mortgage team. Every week we'll be posting a new episode chock full of Nashville real estate value. Yes, and you can follow along and subscribe at talkmusiccity.com. Got a question for us? Ask away at questions at talkmusiccity.com. That's questions at talkmusiccity.com. Well, Monty, welcome back. Welcome back, Carrie Ann. Welcome back. Jason Hoover is in the house. So glad to have you, Jason. And we've got a special guest from Tennessee Radon Services, Casey Bickus. Yes, Thank welcome, you. Casey. Thank you for joining us, Casey. We're excited about talking about the thrilling topic <laughs> of radon. You know, but it is a th- it's an important topic, and that's why we wanted these guys to come on uh, today with from Tennessee Radon Services because, um, you know, I was just sharing with the guys here, you guys here, that um, back in the day, you know, a couple of decades ago, anyhow, back before Jason said before radon was invented, you know, there <laughs> there were there were uh, radon tests, and they were never predictable. They were never certain. You never knew what was you know if it was real or not. So I always poo pooed it. Um, and my most recent experience with radon personally was Connie and I bought a house in Brentwood uh, four years ago, get a test, no radon, sold it uh, 13 months later. I told the people, oh, there's no radon. We had a test. They tested it. There was radon. And the radon was real high. And in doing some investigation, we found out why the radon had changed most likely, anyhow, and we're going to talk about those kind of things here shortly. But first, we're going to talk about our awesome sponsor. Yes, Music City Removal. They're the number one junk removal service in Nashville. From residential, commercial, and construction, they're experts in ridding you of junk. Their costs include labor and dumping fees without any hidden or added expenses. Whether you need a full clean out or just one item removed, they have you covered. The Music City Removal team knows the importance of respect and trust while in someone else's home. They understand the inconvenience of junk left behind by previous homeowners and tenants and determined to provide an affordable and customer-focused junk removal service that puts you first. For a free on-site estimate, just go to musiccityremoval.com. That's musiccityremoval.com. Yes, Music City Removal, because clutter and cute. Nor is radon, I'm hearing. No, it's not. It's not. And it cost us thousands of dollars to get it mitigated uh, after we sold our home only 13 months later. So anyhow, so Casey, let's talk about... You, let's talk about what got you involved in radon, and let's talk about your company, Tennessee Radon Services, and what you do, and why why it's important for real estate. Because uh, again, I've heard, my understanding is now. Correct me if I'm wrong. My understanding is part of the issue right now around Nashville is because of all the whole lot of shaking going on, you know, with the with the dynamite and uh, so forth. That that's caused a difference a difference uh, in in the radon levels. Is that true? Yes, absolutely. So tell us about tell us about you and and what got you here to to this business and so forth. So I started this company about six years ago uh-huh. um, through some family friends up in Iowa, and uh, we brought it down here. And then he tried to kind of franchise me out, so I wanted to start my own thing. So I came and started Tennessee Radon Services with my wife Jesse, and then uh, went from there. Started doing this about six years ago. Mm-hmm. Great, so, very yeah. good. So. You, like you were sharing in Nashville with all, are you saying all the de- the development is causing mm-hmm. radon levels to increase? Yeah. So can you explain that, uh, Casey? As far as okay, it's a natural occurring gas. It's a deadly gas, is my understanding. 
And be, when you when you uh, shake up the earth with dynamite and so forth, I guess you're causing cracks that it comes up. Is that yes, is that the deal? absolutely? The ground's constantly moving, anyways. In the winter time, it gets cold, mm-hmm. so when the you know the ground's going to contract a little bit, which causes cracks and can cause radon again. Obviously, mm-hmm. with blasting, um, you know, definitely can cause you know radon spikes. Or if your neighbor puts in a pool next door to you, mm-hmm. that can also cause you know your house to have high radon. Oh wow! And right. the only way to know if that's happened is to stay on top of testing. Right. So again, the average Joe, radon, like, I know it's not good, but what is it going to do? Give me a fourth arm? What's, I mean, I only have two, so actually we'd skip the third, went to fourth. Lung cancer. Uh, It's the number one cause of lung cancer among non-smokers. Wow. Okay. Estimated about 30,000 people a year die from it. Oh See, that's pretty significant. That's like it's similar to what we were just talking to him earlier. Like I never really got a flu test, not thinking it was a big deal. Then you find out so many people die yeah. of the flu, right? I mean, this is really important to educate ourselves yeah. on, you know, radon. And sometimes the average Joe doesn't know that, you know, and I guess it's our job as real estate professionals to educate them more on the importance of it. And it's odorless, right? Mm-hmm. And so are there symptoms? No. Uh, well, I mean, lung cancer symptoms, really. Um, so it's like just bam. You know that you had radon if you didn't test for it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Wow, that's so scary. you know, uh, so Carrie Ann, so you understand uh, um, what happened in our case is that we had this tall crawl space in our house. So, being my infinite wisdom, I had some guys come in with jackhammers and cut it out deep enough where I was able to create some space. Sure, you know, some brand new, you know, I thought fairly inexpensive space. And, and I guess all that banging and clanging, and they actually broke a jackhammer underneath my house, you know, so you're, they were doing a lot of jack and hammering. And um, uh, so then it went from like 2.2 to like, I don't forget, 15 or 20. I mean, it was really high. It's pretty okay? high. It was yeah. really high. And at first I started arguing about it, and I said, well, how could that possibly be? Because we do know you that... You argue? No. <laughs> Never. Because we do know that weather has something to do with it, right? As far as the readings mm. and so Absolutely. forth. Absolutely. Radon uh, fluctuates with weather. Um, radon's always going to fluctuate, unfortunately. It's the mm. beauty of our company. But, um, you know, if it rains real hard, you can have spikes with radon. Mm. Um, it's just, you know, the groundwater's coming up. So it can also cause So that's that. what causes it. It's mm. the groundwater push, pushing it up? Yes, and during those circumstances. Um, so the groundwater's heavier, so it's pushing down, so that's causing the gas to come up. And then the wintertime also um, is going to have higher rate on levels normally um not saying you're going to have low ever in the summertime but wintertime you can we see really high levels we see hundreds 200s all no the time. kidding now does that affect the testing um as far as like when you go test like if uh, we're testing a house in the winter as opposed to summertime are you is that going to affect the uh um, I've seen normally all we ask normally tell people is if you have high radon levels in the in the winter time you're probably going to have pretty yeah. high levels. Okay. If, if you're on that borderline around a four um, or a five, you know because the EPA wants it down to three point nine or lower, um, you know you would look into that. But um, okay. you know do another test in the winter time and in the summertime just kind of stay on top of testing really. What's the spectrum number? So zero to um, the EPA says the action level is at three point nine or lower. Okay, so, but how high have you seen it? Ooh, the highest I've seen was personally 125. It was a house what? in Brentwood. Wow. Basement. Mm. Got it down to a 1.0. 
Um, the highest I've ever heard, I think, was up in Pennsylvania, was like twenty five hundred. Oh Lord! So I remember having a house, and it was that um, basement um, garage basement. So mm-hmm. it was kind of on a hill or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember this ugly tube thing sticking out of the basement, and I was like, I don't have time for that. Like that's ugly. Just cut that off. Right? <laughs> I'm not knowing what it is. I'm just like, why the hell would the you know builder put this tube randomly here? It's wasting my space area. You know, I wanted to build it. So. Going, I assume that was a radon tube of some sort trying to... So the gases just come up or they're coming through the tube or what... How is it concerning me? All through the... The what's, what's, what's the mediation so look the, like? Yeah. Well, the mediate, Well, the radon gets in your house from the stack effect. You know, um, this obviously, um, for example, when you cut your AC on, you know, the door normally closes real hard. That's the stack effect of pulling it up. So radon's going to draft in your house a lot higher. That's how it gets in there. Okay. So. Um, and so you want to get it out with the tubing? No. So then you put a mitigation system in. So let's say you have a basement house. Um, what, what you're talking about, mm. the pipe comes in and goes through the floor. Um, and then the fan's normally mounted on the outside and then runs above the roof line. Um, that do, it gets the radar. I see. Has, so, but yeah, that so. does do wonders, is what you're Absolutely, saying. Yeah. Cutting it out is probably not no, a good thing. No, don't do that. No. <laughs> you know, lesson learned. So, we don't live there anymore, though. So is this uh, really mostly a concern for uh, crawl space houses? No, any type of dwelling, crawl space, basement, slab on grades. Um, we've so seen... it can come through a slab? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No, age doesn't matter? And, and no, it's a big misconception. A lot of people think it's old houses. Yeah. Um, no, we do brand new builds. We do, uh, actually, we just did a project working on now in Huntsville, Alabama, that um, it's a brand new construction multifamily. It's got super high levels, like 60s. Mm. brand new build. People just moved in there. Mm. I'm surprised it's not, you know, where like government loans are so health mm-hmm. conscious. I'm surprised a radon test is not required, you know, from a loan S- standpoint. Some of your, um, uh, like Wells Fargo, I think they're starting to test for it, make mm. you test for it. So larger, the bigger banks or whatever. I mean, I do think it's a good safety, you know, is it a requirement? Why would you guys get it? Is it a requirement? It's not, but I want to make the awareness so so clear to our agents uh, and those listening to this that they don't just poo-poo it any longer like I did. I mean, I, my attitude was, oh, yes, whatever. It's not, you know, I think it's just another way for people to make money. It's not real. But then you start digging into it deeper and you find out, wow, that's no, that's a significant, just like Casey said, it's the number one beside behind smoking. Is that? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. That's pretty significant. It's, it's, it's not required, but it, we highly encourage it. Right. Okay, so now we highly encourage it. Does that come from, like, does a regular inspector do that, or is it a separate company? Separate company like him. Separate. I mean, we, we do radon testing, but a lot of your home inspectors do testing as they're doing the home inspection. They have a radon test. They'll come up there and set it up for you. And, uh, and then they would connect with you to do more of the mediation. Mitigation. 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 Yeah. Mediation. Yeah. That was me. Divorce. <laughs> 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 wrong class. Between you and the radon, you got to mediate. <laughs> That's the wrong class. Learn how to live together, guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. It's okay. That's All right. right. So no, is there, so oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Is there a, uh, like a kind of a ballpark of what uh, remediation would be? Cost wise, yeah. Um, for basement houses, you're probably looking at um, fifteen fifty, um, depending on if it's an older house. You have to do a second tap off that system, which is another suction point. Um, you know, it can go up to two thousand, but okay, it just really depends. So Every you, house is different. Yeah. So the one I did. First of all, the one we did is, is we had a crawl space. So they came in and put a heavier, heavier level of the, or a gauge of the um, uh, vapor barrier, okay, and then channeled that to something going outside. Mm-hmm. 
But I don't don't think they went to the roof line. But you're saying that that really is a more effective. Way. Yes. How long ago was that system installed? Quite not, not that long ago. No. It should go above the roof line one fit, foot, and that's an EPA standard. Okay. Because hmm. my house now, I have a basement house, and they've got one going just going out the side as well. So you're telling me it really needs to go to the roof? Yes. The the pipe's supposed to go all above the roof line. Yes. Okay. Just yeah. to make sure it's sucking right. I mean, just coming out and not just being reabsorbed by the a lot of time, windows so or something. A couple of years ago, you used to be able to put it right underneath the eave of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think what happened was they were blowing radon back into the soffit and coming sure. back into the house. So you're just cycling sure. back through. Sure. Oh, yeah. that that's sense. true. And that's what they want to go above windows, um, that kind of thing. So Okay, so let's talk cosmetics and prettiness because, you know, I, I like things to look pretty. So... Are you going to say you have to have the tube right here? You know, meaning is, can you push it to the corner or can you, can, we, it, can you find a way to make it look cosmetically pretty? Yeah. I paint it like a Christmas tree. You know, yeah. I like this. We, uh, we work with the homeowners a lot and the real estate agents as well as, as where we can put it the best. Um, sometimes there's just, we only have one or two options, but, um, yeah, we like to work with everyone to say like, Hey, this is your house. Where do you want us to put this thing? It's not pretty. Um, we can paint it. Um, and we can also run it out of gutters. Um, so it just kind of match okay. the gutter looking. Okay. okay. So you could wrap it with a gutter. I mean, with with aluminum. Yeah, it actually would just be the gutter material, the downspout material. Oh, I see. So we can okay. run it directly in our fans and then oh, okay. runs up, except it just goes above the roof line. Like it. So what I don't understand, Casey, and I know we're jumping all around here no uh, because none of us are exp- experts. What I don't understand is on a basement slab or, or, or uh, yeah, just well, even a regular slab uh, home, how do I mean, I get it that on a, on a crawl space where you can kind of lay the vapor barrier, you have some control there on how you're, how you're channeling things, how you're tying things down and so forth. But on a slab, I mean, are, is there some sort of science to determining, okay, it's going to be, you know, next to that wall right there? I mean, what's the science and how do you know it's going to, you know, go that direction? I don't understand. So what we do sucking on the, on the earth the ground under the gravel underneath i assume is that Mm -hmm. the concept can you explain that to us so what we do when we first come in a basement home is um we would uh, go to one corner drill a small hole go to the other corner drill another small hole in the farthest end of the house we put a vacuum cleaner over here on the shop back on this hole Mm -hmm. and we get airflow tests we run a micro manometer down there or or a smoke tube down there okay and then that tells us hey we have great communication that means we can put the fan you know, kind of almost anywhere at that point. Oh, okay. Um, if you have a tighter slab, like in East Nashville, we have clay, um, you know, we would have to tap, you know, one area close to the, you know, the outside of the house and then maybe move another suction point towards the middle if you can. Mm. So um, if it's a finished basement, unfortunately, sometimes you have to put two systems, you know, one oh. on one side of the house, one other side of the house, but that's pretty rare mm. for us. So, hmm. so does uh, radon, you know, like if a house that has how levels of radon is there any concern that it is absorbed into the material uh, of the house no no okay it's just all so once it's taken out or taken care of you don't have to worry about it. yeah because remember we're sucking underneath the slab so we're creating that negative pressure getting the radon to flow to there and then pulling it out so okay so it's not like you have to go change your no (laughs) okay so what if we you and i didn't get the radon test right and we sold our house or i bought the house I mean, what is my trigger to even care about it unless I sell it again or I start to feel sick? You know, like what makes somebody say I need, um, you know, to get it fixed, I wonder. And, and changing the Just awareness, outlook, I think. They listen know? to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I would think the younger generation may be like, yeah, whatever. 
you know, cost some extra yeah. money type thing. Do you find that that happens? Or? Yeah. So EPA recommends testing every five years. Um, we tell people right now in Nashville, we're blasting like crazy every two years. Mm. You know, um, I've, I've had people call and have a 1.0 Pico Curie, which is how they measure radon. Right and then two years later, they call me like, I got a 10. You know, so what, what I need to do, you know, put a system in. So, um, you know, the ground's constantly changing. So with that system, could I still have a 10? Uh, we guarantee all levels to be below the EPA threshold. So if you do a system with us, we'll put a guarantee with it oh, okay. um, and guarantee a 3.9 or lower. Okay. That's great. And so, um, what's the cost to get a radon test? Test, uh, one fifty, dollars $150. Okay. And is that, um, not all testers are created equal. I'm no, not at all. Um, that's the big thing is a lot of people, um, uh, use like a plug-in test kit or, or non EPA approved. You want to make sure whoever's doing your testing is an EPA or I'm sorry, NRPP, which is a national radon proficiency program certified tester. Um, and also a certified mitigator. You don't want someone coming in punching holes in your house and they don't know what they're doing. So yeah, we are no. the largest radon testing, uh, and mitigation certified company in the state of Tennessee. So. Now, do insurance help with this at all? Like in the call center, like if you found high radon? Um, I think we've done that like two or three times in the last two years. I'm not sure how that happened. Really? I just, I remember we were actually doing one right now that um, the house flooded and they found high radon hmm. and insurance is paying for it. I, really? Yeah, that was, that's so, new to us. But if it's only, if not to say only, but I mean, if we're talking, no, can it be, get more expensive than $2,000? Yeah, so crawl spaces are going to be the worst, more expensive. I we, see. we come in and put a vapor barrier down, do like a quarter encapsulation, and then, um, yeah, then you put the radon system on there. So you have two costs. You have a vapor barrier cost and the system cost. So, you know, it can be... And that vapor barrier, I guess, is not just laid out. It's taped around the sides? It's taped. Um, we actually use a, a machine that sticks a washer into the foundation, so it's it's stuck there for mm-hmm. forever. So, so is it depends upon the area of town, too. So let's say, you know, downtown Nashville, there's a lot of commotion, right? Some radon possibly is higher there. Thompson Station, the ground hasn't been moved in a long time. Meaning, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, could it just be where you go yeah. determines that, too? Yes. Um, East Nashville, we do a lot of work in East Nashville. Um, but also, we're, we're doing anywhere right now. Yeah. We're up in Clarksville. Um, actually, Cheatham County, actually, where I'm actually born and raised from, um, shows it in level two radon zone, if you look on the EPA web, web map. And uh, it shows it, like I said, level two. But we've got, in my neighborhood, um, I've got probably 10 systems I can see just driving by the, down the road. So hmm. um, it's wow. all about, you know, making sure you're testing too and getting those reports back to the state too. Yeah. And how long does it, um, uh, kit or, you know, last? So, uh, a radon test yeah. lasts 48 hours. What I'm saying is the, um, the system you put in, how long does that last? You know, like a new roof will last so many years. How long is the system? So last? it'll be on the house for the life of the house. Um, we put a one, you know, one year guarantee with the levels, and then the system, the fan itself, has a five year warranty. And if that goes out, you obviously we just go out there and swipe it out. Another another fan, yeah. okay. So that's if somebody information. if somebody does see one that's not all the way to the roof, is that like a a concern, or is that I mean, is the assumption that it's maybe blown back in the windows then or something? Yes, that's the assumption. Yes, okay. The EPA says that um, that's better it, than not having one for sure. Right, absolutely, and that's just a new thing mm-hmm. that only started about probably about four years ago where had to go. You know, a lot of systems are kind of grandfathered in, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So So do you feel as if a lot of people feel a a lot better after the systems or do they just get the system because they're forced to get the system? A little bit of both. (laughs) (laughs) I think mentally you're going to feel better. I know that that we felt like, oh, wow. 
Maybe that's why we couldn't sleep in that last house because the radon was so high. I don't know, you know. But uh, that one back back when you were talking about that one about hundred being one hundred and twenty five, mm-hmm. whatever it's called. Were, were they sick when they walked out? I mean, no, I actually never met them. I talked to their real estate agent. Um, nobody, the house was vacant when I went there. Okay, and uh, we did this about it was probably about four years ago. Actually. Okay, so it's a gas. So does that mean the house? Can, this, yeah, my hair is blonde. But can can it, the house blow up? No, you know what I'm no, saying. Not That's not flammable gas, right? It's just right. that I'm similar I'm to my um, my grandmother passed for asbestos poisoning because she was a real estate agent back in the day wow. when they had asbestos in there. So similar, like it's a odorless. You right. just don't know what's happening. Silent killer. Silent killer. Yeah. Mm. Scary. So, um, and and you may not know the answer to this, but it's just out of curiosity. Radon gas. Um, you hear about it in you know more in some places than others is it and it's naturally occurring is it just geographical or is it because it, it is everywhere it's just there's more activity of houses being built do you know yeah so um we have a lot of limestone we're built on a big you know middle tennessee's a big rock so okay. you, know, you got a lot of uranium mm. in the ground um with that said they found high rate on levels in every uh every part of the country and uh okay. every part of overseas actually so hmm. Okay. There's radon everywhere. We're actually breathing it right now as we speak. It's just you know high concentrations of that's going to what's caused lung cancer. And wow. it's just like an unlimited supply in the earth. It's just going to continue forever. Um, actually, eventually it will break down, but we're talking billions of years. Billions. <laughs> so I know you said it's really important to work with a professional, but to ease somebody's concern now, because you got me a little anxious, can I go to Lowe's or Home Depot and get myself a kit or something? Yes, they do have a. Do- I'm sure, you can get a doctor bag at you know at the, at saying, the, the dime store as well. I mean, or not dime store. I guess you don't have those anymore. But my point: Are you sure you want to risk your family like that? He just that? said dime he store. Did just say dime store. <laughs> <laughs> I used to buy candy for one cent. <laughs> too funny. Uh, so too funny. But so, but yes or no? no? Yeah, you can go. To, they uh, they have some at Home Depot and Lowe's. Um, just make sure they're EPA approved. You don't I got gotcha. you. So it's EPA approved is what we're looking for. Not so much we, FDA. We actually sell EPA. those on our website for five dollars. Oh, great! Uh, at home test kits. Oh, that's even better. So don't go to Lowe's or Home Depot. So why do you charge 150 then for the travel? Um, so that's for the CRM, I'm Continuous Radon Monitor, mm-hmm. for the realtors that are uh, got a tight deadline. The EPA passed that testing device where you can come in, set it 48 hours later, you have a printout reading. The other one you're going to set run, run for two to three days um, and then send it to a lab, which could take a week to get your results. Oh, right. So, yeah, personally, um, I think I'd want to choose somebody who knew what they're doing, but no offense, Carrie Ann. You're, you're a superwoman. No, I, I'm not going to do it. I just was asking, you know, if there's some, because somebody out, again, we have listeners that are all up. I'm just, I'm just kidding. They may want to do it themselves. There's a do it yourself network. That's right. Isn't there? Yeah. Like, DY something, isn't it? Do it yourself. <laughs> DIY. DIY. <laughs> That's right next to the dime store, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. Oh, all right, man. so. This has been great. I mean, I. Yeah, no, this is really. I, yeah. What's interesting, and I think what's we forget is it's a boring topic, mm-hmm. right? Clearly, <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, whatever. You know, you're making you know my house not look so pretty because of whatever you're putting into it. But it's really important. You know, safety is mm-hmm. important. Um, making sure that we're educating our buyers, you know, is important. Somebody asked me the other day about a flood. You know, like, should we tell them that there possibly could be in a flood? You know, like, it's not a requirement, right? It's not anything. But, yeah, you should always do the right thing, right? So we should mm-hmm. communicate and educate for the average Joe that knows nothing about it, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, a great question did come in here. Is there a way for me to just put fans myself up? Again, back to the do-it-yourself over here. 
keep in mind, these are not from me, these questions. So I would not do any Some of, of your this. Some of fans are sending. <laughs> I've just got fans coming in here sending me about fans. But could you do that or is it very specific? Um, you just be kind of circulating. You could do that, yes. Yeah. You could put some fans in your crawl space, but is it going to work? Nobody knows. Right. I've, I've had people, DIYers, do that before and just actually elevate their levels even higher. Really? Um, just in proper techniques. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know, yeah. If it, it, you know, this is uh, causing cancer. Why would you even mess with that? Yeah. Try to do it yourself. Yeah. I mean, hire a professional. Yeah. Um, you know, don't mess right. with your life. You know, yeah, again, that's true. I, again, I want to underline, especially for our agents that are watching this, guys, it's really, I think it's really, really important that we're always demonstrating ourselves to be professionals and we're knowledgeable about things like this, especially when it comes to health and well-being. And I think it's worth whatever that test costs to get it professionally done when we're, when we're helping somebody buy a home, even if it's coming out of your pocket, because you're going to be a hero if there is a high, a high level of radon and they wouldn't have tested otherwise. And you're also going to be a hero if when you come back to sell the house and you got that done and or, or because the other choice is you don't say anything about it. They call you back two or three years later and there is a, an issue. And it's like, you mean we've been living in this all this time and we didn't know about it? Mm-hmm. Is there not a clause <clears throat> in the contract that forces you to talk to me about it as a real estate agent to the buyer? If you if you know about it or are you talking about the seller? No, I'm talking about I, as a buyer, want to write up a contract, mm-hmm. right? And so you, at that point, choose about educating me about the importance of a home inspection oh, and yeah, appraisal have, and stuff like that. Is there a radon yeah, clause somewhere? Yeah, we have an uh, uh, inspection, radon, survey, um, addendum. Is it an addendum? Okay. That they have to go through, and we talk to them, and they choose that they want it or not on okay. each one of those sections. I gotcha. So that's mm-hmm. important. At least it's brought up. Yeah. Right. So that has to be decided upon and signed with the... Uh, Mm-hmm. with the purchase because there's so many things in our industry that we just are so normal for us mm-hmm. like it just it rolls off our tongue but the average joe sometimes just doesn't know any of that you know so it's again, important to educate them yeah and from my own perspective again it was based on the fact that i didn't have any confidence in the testing is why i didn't promote it because i saw them fluctuate so much now i know that the radon actually does fluctuate that's why they're looking for an average mm-hmm. on that on that uh, graph there but i also know now from experience that because of where we live with all the, again, all the whole lot of shaking going on, it's causing, you know, a radon to be a bigger issue that we need to all pay attention to. Yeah, mm. Absolutely. It's good stuff. So Casey, how do, how do people get a hold of yeah. uh, Tennessee radon services well, they and your amazing system, which nobody can see right now, Kristen <laughs> Grimsley. Thank you for joining us too, Kristen. I'm sorry that nobody can see that, ama- those, that amazing Well, uh, what's cool artwork. out there is she and I are going to talk more about educating people because she does a lunch and learns or mm-hmm. education out there. So I think it's important to continue the mm-hmm. education and you know how passionate I am about that. So, but Absolutely. how do they um, get in touch with you to do radon test or have the best of the best to help them with their fixing? Well, give radon. us a call. Um, our number is 615-788-3343. Um, you can also email us at info at tnradonservices.com. And what's your website address? Uh, tnradonservices.com. TNRadonServices.com. Dot com. Well, thank you again, Casey, for being here. It, um, I learned a lot today. How about you? Uh, yeah, yeah, and you already absolutely. had a, you know, a knowing that we need to really be promoting this more than what we have, maybe, you know, because it's, it's a growing, growing issue. Important topic, important topics. Important. Hey, thank you so much thank for you. joining us this week. We'll see you back next week. You've been listening to The Talk of Music City Real Estate. 